If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Man on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. You are listening to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are here, as always, to get you as rich as possible, as quickly as possible. And all we ask in return, Noel, is... It's 10%. Uh, you take our ideas, you put them into action, you become fantastically disgustingly wealthy and give us 10% for doing nothing pitching the ideas and just being here for you yeah well we are here for you we we haven't spoken about setting up a support system yet an online support system that's what all the great uh money making uh money mavens have yeah where you pay a fee to uh ask continued questions help us have us help you to guide you along oh, like a hotline yeah 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 uh, along those lines i don't know what we're thinking we're not clearly not in in money mode but that's something <laughs> that you guys can put together and just tie this 10 percent um so noel uh let's get a little business out of the way as we always do now at the beginning that's right uh just real quick if you like our show if you like radio free brooklyn and hate our show uh you can uh just give money to Radio Free Brooklyn by yep. going to their Patreon page. That's right. You can give them uh, a one-time or a reoccurring donation, a dollar a month for 12 months. That's a price of a drink. And if you love our show and you love us and you want to give us money, but you feel like, well, I need to give Radio Free Brooklyn a little money too because they support us, they allow us to be on the air, uh, you can do it by going to the Radio Free Brooklyn website. Yep. Going to our show page, the Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel show page, clicking on the sponsor button, and... And you can sponsor us, and 50% of that money will come to us, 50% to Radio Free Brooklyn, uh, and you can make a reoccurring donation for the season, which at this point is about five and a half months left, Yep, and uh, we can all be friends. That would be nice if we were friends. It would be nice. And uh, if you're a large corporation out there listening to us, as corporations do, and take our ideas, and uh, you're neglecting to tie us, we also accept uh, direct sponsorship as well. That's right. You, you can reach us, reach out to us. We'll give all that information out later on in the show, but uh, we'll be happy to uh, mention your, your product yeah. on our show for remuneration, <laughs> as it were. But Noel, yes. Normally we have a little story we tell. We do, and it magically dovetails in with the topic of the day. Not today. Not today, because we have a guest, Noel Deneen. That's right. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I was just going to mention our topic first. <laughs> uh huh. Which is fan fiction. <clears throat> mm hmm. And so we have a friend of mine that I've known for a long time, who now goes by the nom de plume, Al E. Gory. Hello, Al. Hello, no. Uh, how's it going? Pretty good. Yeah. Thanks for coming out here today, eh? I didn't know I had to give you guys 10%. Uh, you don't, you no, don't no, have, you no. don't. Oh, who do I got to give 10%? Uh, you have to give, you don't have to give anyone 10%. 
Uh, that is for the listening audience. Can they give uh, donate to me too? Yeah, uh, you might want to talk into the mic a little bit though. <laughs> Uh, we'll give you that tip for free. <laughs> we, re- we rehearsed this and I brought props, so I don't know if it matters. <laughs> okay, so first of all, uh, Mr. Al Igori, uh, we'll go by a little history. Uh, I know you from theater in Chicago. Yep. Uh, and you, at one point also, were uh, the photo and stunt double of Mr. Peter Parker in Spider-Man 2. No, that's my my lookalike, Eric. Oh, okay. Okay, Ali Gori had nothing to do with that. Uh, I guess Ali Gori also never... And the guy that did comedy in Chicago, that was Ed. Okay. Uh, all right, this is getting confusing. I'm going well, to get a pencil here. I have here. three brothers. Three uh, were identical. Okay. Three brothers. All right. Uh, so, how about the tattoos? Can we... Uh, was Were you the I tattoo quit. artist? I'm quitting. Okay, but you were a tattoo artist. Uh, there's so many tattoo artists and TV shows about tattoo artists. and Okay, all right. Um, so then... <laughs> uh, but I, I will say this, then. Al Igori, I will credit with having uh, written a screenplay, uh, having to do with Gigi Allen. Yes. Uh, and you were trying, I know, for a while to get that produced and having some... Dealings with uh, the Allen family. Yes. Correct. Uh, and you also, through that venture, began making uh, really fantastic rubber masks, horror masks of Gigi Allen and others. Yep. There is a death mask available if you donate to the cause. Uh, you, you created an, an entire life-size body of Gigi Allen. Yes. And uh, that's also available, I believe, right? Yes. For $6,666 at 66 cents. Okay. And, and where could they see that? In the window of Search and Destroy, Clothing Store, East Village, St. Mark's. All right. Okay. Uh, and then, so since you have uh, moved beyond and you are now in process of making a Gigi Allen comic book. Made. Oh, made. State made. Okay. Really, it's uh, all done. It's about 33 pages. The cover's done by Jeff Zorno. Oh. Horror comic of the year, two years in a row. Okay. Going on three. Really? Killer fucking cover. All and right. The Thai Beast, Ping, he does really good portrait tattoos. And the Pool Hustler and uh, Thai Maniac, they let him loose. Okay. He's here to the... Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, and then so... Al. Okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot I wrote and <clears throat> drew some of it. So you drew some of it. So so did all three, you and the other two artists, draw it together? You all have a hand in the drawing of it, or did uh, the one guy just do the cover? Jeff is a rock star. I, so, I seeked him out, seek and destroy. Mm-hmm. Zorno must be destroyed. I got him on the job. <laughs> and uh, Ping is a guy that does my portraits. I work with him in a tattoo shop, but we're both quitting. Uh huh. Is he quitting tattooing as well? I think we all should just quit some things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that's been the story of my working career. Yeah, never been fired, always quit. That's right, that's and that's better that way. That, uh huh. That's one of our mottos here for the show: is quit your job and just get rich. You know, yeah. <laughs> enough of the bull. Um. So 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 Jeff did the did the cover. And you and Ping did the artwork inside the book yes. itself, yeah. and then you wrote it as well. 
Yes. And is this story, uh, uh, is, is, so, so why don't you tell me a little bit about, or tell us and the listening audience, a little about the story. Is this a straight-up sort of biography of Gigi Allen, or is this something a little broader? This is some... Shit hits the fan, balls to the wall. Some... Well, that sounds like Gigi Allen right there if you're talking about shit hitting the fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is out there. Uh-huh. Just like his shit was. Yeah. I, uh, is it a story of his life, though, or is it... Uh... No, this is fiction. Okay. This is uh, the afterlife of Gigi Allen. This the is afterlife. The, this is Jesus Christ come back again after someone disturbs his grave. Okay. You know his grave was disturbed. Uh, several times. Didn't they have to take away his headstone? Yes. They removed the headstone and possibly the body. So <laughs> I got to tell you, when I was, I don't know what your, what, how, how old were you when you were introduced to Gigi Allen? Like what was your first experience I, with I Gigi Allen? This, I was living in Chicago with this <clears throat> crazy kid. And he, you know, it was okay, you know, living with him. It got a little crazier towards the end, but... When a guy does acid every day, that guy, you know, I just had to get out of the yellow submarine. Uh -huh. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, so you did reference Jesus Christ. For people who don't know much about Gigi Allen, he was born, his given name was Jesus Christ Allen. Uh, and he was born in Lancaster, New Hampshire. Younger two sons, Merle Kobe Allen uh, and... Uh, he was given his name by his father, uh, who was highly religious and uh, a little bit bananas. And he's told him that Jesus Christ himself had visited him and told him that his newborn son would be a great man in the vein of the Messiah. Uh, he threatened his family with murder constantly and dug graves in their basement. Uh, so he really laid the foundation for what then became kind of a, a major, like, kind of scumpunk icon. Well, and kind of the originator, I would say, of scumpunk. Yeah. There's not a lot of people doing, or doing now or having done what Gigi Allen did. Lo love him or hate him. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. There's no in-between with him. You either loved him, which I think more people love him now than they ever did when he was alive. Because <laughs> they were afraid of him. I was scared shitless shit. of that dude, man. He, he was done. <clears throat> I mean, I was, you know, there was a point in my life where I was sort of half into the hardcore scene here in New York. And, you know, I was about, I think when he, I first heard about him, he came into my, my sort of vision. I was about 15, 16 years old. I had a bunch of friends that had started going really hardcore, and I used to go to CBGBs where they would have Sunday matinees uh, periodically. Well, they had them every Sunday. I would go periodically. <clears throat> and someone had told me about him, and I happened to be watching uh, like MNN, right? Cable, public access on cable. And there was a video of Gigi on stage slicing himself up first you see him just screaming at the audience with just pure rage right not even like anger it was just like fucking crazy ass rage screaming at people telling him to come up on stage he'll fuck him up then he grabs a, a a beer can and just twists it apart and then starts just raking it across his chest and his head so he's bleeding everywhere and he's screaming at people the whole audience is booing at him and throwing bottles at him Right. These are the people that are coming to see. Him. Yeah. These are his fans. And then he proceeds to shit. He just takes off. He's 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 only he's covered in blood 
and filth, and he's only in a, in a uh, a jock strap. He takes off the drop jock strap, starts jerking off, then takes a big shit in his other hand, starts smearing it on his open wounds and flinging it at the audience. Yeah, and that was his trademark move. <clears throat> yeah, like some kind of deranged fucking monkey. <laughs> And I watched this and the guy just through the TV, I I felt all kinds of wrong. Yeah. Like I felt wrong, like worse than I'd ever feel watching like, you know, uh, 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 like the guilt and like fucking shame that came over me from watching this was incredible. I was terrified of the guy. Humanzies are intense. Yeah, he is a humanzy. That's exactly what he was. It's true. But so when you discovered him, right, when you got into him, was he still alive at the time? Did you ever see him perform? No, not at all. I, I, saw, I mean, in Chicago, he became more apparent to me, which is probably about 14 or 15 years ago. Okay. But then in Minneapolis, you know, I would see the picture. I would hear it. I lived with some gutter punks and some skaters. Mm-hmm. You know, lived with some gutter punks and some skaters. You know, mm-hmm. I saw him around. But I, be, I would say he was dead and it was about... 14, 15 years Right. Back. And so then how long have you been working on this idea, starting with the film and moving to the comic book? This has been slow as molasses. <laughs> <laughs> just the process itself? Like, yeah. did you, is it just getting it finished has been slow as molasses or yeah, just? It started out, I wanted to make it a film. Right. Same concept, right? But, yeah. But sick, fuck budgets, fuck waiting right. for a producer, fuck everything, all that shit. Just the best thing for me was to just write it down, draw it, and get it in uh, comic book form and get it the fuck out gotcha. there. Sick of waiting for people to give money to me. Yeah, well, uh, and that's... I, that's not the point. My point <clears throat> is to drill fucking through this and uh, get this fucking comic book to drill fucking through uh-huh. this. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe make a film someday that's uh, possible down the line. Mm-hmm. But this guy wants 30000 That <clears throat> guy wants, you know, this right. right and that right, and he could take a left. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so uh, what we're here for is to get you rich, get the audience rich, get everyone rich. Uh, So I've got uh, one of my schemes is for you to help you put money in your pocket. And then the other one that I'm going to put on later is for the audience. But uh, we'll start out with you, Mr. Igori. Uh, (laughs) I think it would just be Mr. Gory. It's yeah. like me saying my name's Joshua A. Rubin, and you calling me Mr. A. Rubin. Oh, I'd love to call you a Rubin. The, the... <laughs> E-Gads! Yeah. Hey, give me a Rubin. Um, I would love a Rubin sandwich right now. I know, I, right? I, I can't hook you up, though, today. I really don't sorry. need that. Uh, okay, you just don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> but you'd love it. I would. <laughs> no props in the station. Okay. I, well, I did bring props to, a, <laughs> to the show. Yeah, he did. Uh, Mr. Gory did bring uh, a bunch of props for the radio show. Because, you know. We broke his heart. We told him they probably won't translate as well as he was thinking. But uh, but they're here. Uh, So anyway, let's get Al Igori, fabulously wealthy, uh, through fan fiction, which is a written piece of work not officially sanctioned by the original creators, right? Yeah. Technically, celebrity fan fiction is not supposed to have uh, the main celebrities as characters, but you know, if it's it's up to the celebrities' discretion if they want to sue. It's a little bit easier to do if they're dead, unless they have like a major corporation owns their image or the rights, and they'll sue anyone for any minor infraction. 
Uh, so looking at that and knowing what you're working on, I saw that October 9th, 2015, Blood for You, a literary tribute to Gigi Allen was published, and it is a book of short stories, fan fiction, all about Gigi Allen. Uh, it was funded on Kickstarter, is how they got the money to make it, and they raised $1,600 and were able to make it. So... They obviously weren't paying off any rights or anything like that, right? They were basically just covering their production costs to get it up and running. Uh, so if you look at it, it's stories of things like Gigi Allen's space and things like that. So I figured this, for you, is the perfect, almost like canary in the coal mine of what you can put out there without getting sued, <clears throat> Right. Uh, Court takes so long, I don't even care. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, But if you did care, uh, this would be a good canary in the coal mine. So uh, I'm going to read a little excerpt from one of the stories. Uh, It is a story about Gigi Allen was singing in a fair in the Midwest, and he meets a clown who offers him heroin. And the clown turns out to be John Wayne Gacy, who tries to kill Gigi Allen. And that's where we are. At this point in the story. <laughs> and it goes on, and I, I, I usually try to keep it a little clean, but uh, this is a story about Gigi Allen, so it's going to be a little bit of filth in here. It was then that Gigi discovered the divine talent inborn in him. He shit his pants. He had holes in his jeans from hard living, holes in his underwear, and those holes aligned to let the shit rocket out, and rocket out it did. A geyser of hit of shit that struck the murderous clown in the torso with the force of a fire hose knocking him away from Gigi. The clown rolled backwards across the floor and slammed into the buffet, which tipped over, spilling trays of full of crispy chicken and mashed potatoes and baked beans. The food hadn't been left out overnight for some reason. Overnight and forever. Greasy bird pieces rained down under John Wayne, and he rummaged through them for the breast he knew was full of razor blades. The breast he had so lovingly stuffed himself that no one had lucked into eating yet, damn them. Oh, well. And he found it and dug loose a razor and stood and faced Gigi, who turned and aimed his ass at the clown and let fly another volley of shit. So, this book is out there, and they have not been sued. So, I think, with the Gigi Allen fan fiction uh, that you're going down, you're pretty good to go. Uh, (laughs) You don't have to worry about uh, being accused of besmirching his image. I talk, I'm talking to Merle. We're talking. Yeah. We're doing this. It takes <laughs> it for fucking ever, but... He's into it? Well, he wants it to be done before he's dead. He wants it to be done before he's dead. I feel the same <laughs> way. I'm fucking getting there, too. We're, who knows? We're all... This is just a fucking zoom, so... Yeah. But, yeah, he knows. He's. I've talked to him. He wanted a little more than sixteen hundred, but now I got some good leverage. I'll call him up a little bit li- uh, yeah. sooner. <laughs> Say, hey, buddy, what about uh, I can get a blood d- for you? You know, but th- you know, there again, the money, the money, the money. Yeah, you know, this shit out of my head, but it is about Gigi Allen. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Allen, Allen. You know, <laughs> and if I, you know, you did an insert from this book. I saw it uh, advertised. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ, Allen's going to kick that book's ass. 
<laughs> Noel's getting heated. He, I keep falling away from the microwave. Microwave. I keep floating away from the microphone, not the microwave. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Shit. So, but if you ever do decide that you want uh, to actually make more money than you would, uh, you may have to leave a little bit of the G.G. Allen out. Uh, I, I'm sure you understand, being a topic expert in fan fiction. <laughs> That yeah. uh, the movie 50 and I Sh- am and the book Fifty Shades of Grey started as Twilight fan <clears throat> fiction, and because of that, Amazon has started something called Kindle Worlds, <clears throat> in which they've licensed with media uh, licensed media properties from different companies, so TV shows, book series, authors, yada yada, and uh, <clears throat> you can go anyone can make fan fiction for these different. Things kind of a, kind of like spec scripts, though you know, like uh, you got to stick to their guidelines. If <laughs> yeah, I think the guidelines. I mean, uh, guidelines with Gigi Allen. Yeah. Imagine well, that. this is this is if you ever want to branch out from Gigi. Yeah, if you want to do something, uh, you could write. Else. First, I was thinking a GI you know, Joe. A get a car. Okay. Put the shit in the trunk of the car. Sell it like Gigi did. Mm-hmm. Then uh, do Kickstarter. Uh-huh. Then, uh huh. Then. Yeah, I don't have a car yet, so Merle, I'm not selling anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to get a car, then you, you got to sell it. Got to get a car. Yeah. You know, like the Rastafarian movie. Yeah. Um, the hell was that Rastafarian movie? The Robin Hood of Rasta? Uh, the Harder They Come? Uh, no, the other one. The Robin Hood yeah, of Rasta? He, yeah, there's a... yeah. They, ha- they steal the bikes back for the kid. They, the the whole neighborhood gets stolen by dirty, hairy type of guy, and they go get it back from him, you know. And he's in with the cops. The cops are in with the dirty, hairy guy on the islands, and then the the uh, the uh, horse face, H- horse, uh, <laughs> burning spears, burning spears. All right. He rides a motorcycle around and sells his records. You know, I need a car or something. My motorcycle doesn't run anymore. Okay. Uh, there you go. If you want to get your motorcycle running, you could write some. Uh, G.I. Joe fan fiction, Gossip Girl fan fiction. The world of Kurt Vonnegut is one of the licensed worlds you can write in. That's interesting. That's gross, right? I'm writing 50 Shits of Shade right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a weird movie. Yeah. If you sell to Amazon, uh, you can get 20% of the the money if it's from 5,000 to 10,000 words and 35% for anything over 10,000. So there you go. And then yeah, they split they... the remainder between them and whoever they're licensing it from. Yeah. I thought about Outskirts because they'll go to Amazon and stuff. But what is it? It's 20%. It's 20 There I went again. Near, far. Near, far. Yeah. Sorry, Noel. I keep going away from the microphone. Okay. Uh... Some shy people. <laughs> He's getting red. You can't see it. I brought props, but you can't see anything. <laughs> Noel's really That's red. That's why right the microphone's now. so important for uh, <laughs> Mr. Well, Corey. I, sh- I should have put a string uh, on it. The only thing they can do is hear you. We okay. have to. Well, I like <laughs> it. Twenty percent Amazon. Twenty percent or thirty-five, depending on how long. Twenty to thirty-five percent, depending on the okay. length of the uh, thing. All right. You it's know, po- just just it's dovetailing on that, and this is for the general populace out there. Okay. Um, who are interested in in uh. Going on Amazon Worlds, but you know, there's a lot of people out there who have uh, great ideas for stories, fan stories, but they can't actually write for shit, right? I mean, everyone's got an idea, right? Everyone's got the greatest idea in the world, but they can't look. This is what we do: we give you great ideas, but as we say, you do all the work, so we don't have to. Yeah. So how do we translate that into fan fiction? Well, 
I did a little research, and I found out that uh, just a couple months ago, a uh, <clears throat> Japanese uh, artificial intelligence program oh, wow. uh, wrote a short novel that was a finalist that ended up being in a finalist in a major Japanese literary competition. Really? Yes. Ugh. Um, <clears throat> the way it worked was the novel did about 20% of the work. The programmers did about 80%, but all they did was frame the novel. Right, They came up with the story, which we can all come up with a story, right? We all have yeah. a great idea for a story. They gave it a basic outline. Even if you've never written a word in, in your life, you can come up with a basic outline, right? And then they just put a mosh of important words in there, mm -hmm. right? And so they did all that work, and then they let the AI program put it together as a story within the boundaries that they did. And they submitted two books that were written by this artificial intelligence, and uh, one was a finalist. Wow. Made it to the top four. Wow. Um, Shot so so uh, for everybody out there who's sitting there going, I got a great idea for this story about Harry yep. Potter. Head East, young man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Shot the mate. Yeah. Per uh, uh, Head West. Mr. Gorey. Get the fuck out you of should, these. You gotta, you gotta hurry up with this because one of these computers is gonna get a virus and it's gonna write a, <laughs> it's gonna start writing T.D. Allen. <laughs> Isn't that something? If fucking robots doing tattoos, doing are there robots everything. doing tattoos now? Yes. Wow. Really? Put it in. Let her go. That's why I said you, you know. Just stick your arm under like some uh, you, you a machine. Put the image in right? to the computer. Takes it into the uh, tattoo. You put the image in the computer. Put it in the tat uh, tattoo machine. Just does it. It's just like uh, the 3D printer. The we are worthless as human beings uh, at this point in time. <laughs> I've been I've been saying that for 46 years that yeah. we are worthless that's, as human beings. That's why I'm retiring. <laughs> <laughs> Retiring from tattooing. Everything. You got, you got, I'm just going to retire and I'll write some shit here. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Make some props that nobody can see on radio shows. You could maybe get a, uh, a radio show, a, a prop comedy radio yeah. show. Oh, that would be fantastic. I thought about it. I was talking, <laughs> you know, there's always these people that put your ideas down, but they, when it get down to the heart of it, a, a prop show comic on a podcast that's very good idea you know uh -huh. yeah and, and as he says this picture. uh mr gory is holding a giant light bulb above his head that's right <laughs> <laughs> and that and i got stitches in my back but i carried all these props over here that's oh, right no uh, now i feel guilty but why should i we didn't ask you to carry these props <laughs> yeah, over here clearly told you <laughs> it was knew, a radio show. i knew this was a podcast i was gonna put bring all these props out uh -huh. and you know I'm a prop comic, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's swinging a rubber chicken over his head right now, yeah, ladies right. and gentlemen. I what? make novelties too, designer shit. Stuff yeah. Like hey, that. where where can people buy like your masks and things? Because I do know that you can sell them online. You know, right now I'm going to send you all to Al E Gorey's Stories at Gmail dot com. A L E G O R E Y S S T-O-R-I-E-S at gmail.com. Thank you. 
We'll communicate via email. Yeah, and uh, at least take a look at them because they're, they're actually they're fantastic. All those masks, they really are. You yeah. can also, if you just want to look at the, uh, if you're not in New York and you want to see the full size Gigi Allen penis and all, you can see it online. You can you can just look at look at. I think what was the search I did was. Uh, it may have just been full size Gigi Allen sculpture <laughs> or full size Gigi <laughs> Allen mask. And uh, there's actually a picture of Al. Uh, so you can see what Al looks like. Although I bet you can imagine what he looks like, and you're not too far off the mark. Did, <laughs> didn't make it into the Dice Clay show. <laughs> if that was uh, one penis that didn't make it in with the, the penis show. Well, you know, he wasn't that, that big lady? a star. The, well, Dice the, did one. Yeah, well, On he was a show. huge star. He was a huge star. He was uh, something Dice plaster Clay. caster. Yeah. The the the, the, the one lady. who did all the famous she she did in the 60s and even till now I think doing plaster cast of famous people's Johnsons, famous okay. men's Johnsons, Hendrix, Bowie. <laughs> she skipped the women's ones? <laughs> I I don't think she did vaginas. <laughs> I don't think she did vaginas. Um <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm clearing my throat here. That's right. Uh, but about this time, Noel. That's right. So about this time, you know, every week we have a topic. This week it's fan fiction, and you are guaranteed to listen, become disgustingly wealthy. So we also uh, take a couple minutes in the middle of the show, and we throw you another little tidbit of a turdling of a topic for you to get more rich. So if you are waiting to go to the bathroom, <laughs> uh, if you are looking online at masks or whatever it is that you're doing uh you can listen to this come back later listen to the rest of the show get more wealthy so mr josh please take it away the get rich quick tip of the week brought to you by radio free brooklyn hey uh we are here with rob pritchard and uh rob what what's the name of your show Bushwick Garage. And when can people listen to that? Every Wednesday at midnight till 2 a.m. Thursday morning. Okay. Hey, Rob, what would you call a huge amount of money? A huge amount of money? Enough that where if you just banked it, you could live on the interest. How, what do you think would be a dream way to make that money? A dream way to make that kind of money? Yeah. Well, obviously doing something that you yourself love, so it's going to be different for every, every person. For me, what it would be, I'd love to get, say, a million dollars a year just for doing Bushwick Garage every Wednesday night <laughs> from midnight till 2 a.m. That's every Wednesday night, Eastern Daylight Time, from midnight to 2 a.m. So in case you didn't catch that, that was <laughs> Rob Pritchard, host of Bushwick Garage on Radio Free Brooklyn, every Wednesday night, from midnight to 2 a.m. That's right. Yeah. It's really, that whole thing, though, it's not Wednesday. It's really Thursday morning. It is Thursday morning. Midnight to 2 a.m., right? Well, technically, yeah. But yeah. not if you're rocking out like <clears throat> Bushwick Garage. That's right. And, uh, yeah, that's all that sort of old-school punk. It's what he's thrown around in Bushwick Garage. That's right. So, uh, yeah, we, we had a, a Radio Free Brooklyn meeting recently, and so we recorded some of the hosts and got their ideas for getting rich as well as their ideas for spend that money. And uh, we're going to get some of those out to you. But uh, first one, Rob, one of the proprietors of Radio Free Brooklyn himself. Proprietor founders? One of the proprietors slash founders of Radio Free Brooklyn. 
where I believe next season Al will be having his uh, <laughs> his prop, prop comic show. show. <laughs> It'll be an hour of silence, but he'll have like twenty or thirty guests in the uh, room. Yeah, yeah. People are gonna love it. Yeah, of course they will. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Periodic, you'll hear like a ah ah. <laughs> Um, all right. So fan fiction, I, I got to say mm-hmm. that it's hard to make money on fan fiction. It out can there. be. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, interestingly, you know, fan fiction is not a new thing. Yeah. Right. If you really look at even, uh, some of the great writing, uh, in history, a lot of it would in this day and age be considered fan fiction. You know what I mean? The Aeneid. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, uh, uh, whatever, a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, anything that's sort of referred to is considered a prequel or a sequel to someone's take on it. Yeah. Um, like the Pen- Penelopeiad, uh, which was a, a feminist novel that, 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 uh, is entirely, uh, takes the odyssey and looks at it from odysseus's wife's point of view okay right that's straight up fan fiction yeah. right and these are considered classic uh great pulitzer prize winning novels all of them etc cetera, etc cetera. so but nowadays that would go under the guise of fan fiction and you would not be able to make money off of that in this country and in most countries in this world why because of copyright laws intellectual copyright laws right in most countries it's 70 years plus from the death of the person who created whatever it is that you are uh, that you're trying to do your fan fiction from, which is I'm sure what you know you're kind of going through now. The guys from these books probably Merle may not be paying much attention because he's a one man show. I would imagine there's not a big Gigi. The murder junkies. The murder. More oh than right. One. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, that was Gigi's backing band towards the end there. Okay. They're still playing. They're, they're, they're all over, uh, they're on tour. Right. They're going around doing some crazy shit. Check mm-hmm. it out. All right. And uh, for people that don't know, Merle is Gigi Allen's brother. Yep. Who's sort of running whatever's, you know. The Empire. That's the... how Gigi got the name. <clears throat> yeah. That's right. Why don't you tell Merle us how that happened? Merle couldn't say Jesus then. Now he can. He sings. <laughs> <laughs> Plays guitar. So and what it, he could say Gigi instead um, of Jesus. Yeah, he could say. You, he could say both. Now he, he can. If he felt like it. If he really fucking felt like <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Sure he could. <laughs> but so fan friction is what it really should be called. Yeah, right. Though. Exactly, right? So the, there, there is a friction with the creators and the fans. Not always. There are a lot of creators who sort of look at it and, you know, stars and, and stuff like that who look at it as just... You know, adoration, and a lot of fans don't even want to make money off of it. That's the other thing. They feel it's a very pure thing, right? Uh-huh. It's an expression of their love for this thing, right? Um, but say you want to make money on this. Yeah, we right? do. And you don't want to pay a goddamn dime to anyone else, no, right? No, we don't. Fuck those people, Yeah, right? Look, Gigi Allen, in this case, he's got a following. It's not a huge following, Right. If you make your fan fiction and people buy it up and you got to give 40, 50, 60, maybe even 70 percent of your hard earned work to some other person. You it's know, just like America. That is America. It's amazing <laughs> just, how that's like America. Because it's like taxes. <laughs> right. To the queen. <laughs> right. You are going to be kind of pissed because it's not that much money to begin with, right? Maybe it was enough to get you through for a couple of years, but not anymore. Yeah. Oh, I tell you. So I said to myself, well, what's up with copyright law? Okay. What about that copyright law? <laughs> <laughs> and I looked up, I said, well, there's got to be places that 
don't have copyright laws, or at least don't have anything to do with America's copyright laws, Yeah, right? That don't listen to America when we say, you can't do that copyright law. And I looked it up, and there's really only three countries in this world we live in that do not have any copyright laws governing their country. Okay. These are the three countries. The first country is Eritrea. Okay. <laughs> Eritrea is a small East African country uh, where it is a one-party system. Uh-huh. The president has been in power since 1993 when uh, they gained independence from Ethiopia. Um, they believe in indefinite conscription in the army for all sexes and all members. Oh, wow. Wherein uh, you will be used as both soldiers and forced labor, and the women are often raped and abused. Mm -hmm. What a country. <clears throat> yeah, it's a great country. Not sure you want to live there. You know, I used to know a guy from Eritrea uh -huh. uh, when I was at school in Ottawa, uh -huh. and he made it sound like a great place. I think Eritrea is probably beautiful. And money. how how many years ago were you in school in Eritrea? Uh, was I in school in Eritrea? I mean, were you in school yeah. in Ottawa? Uh, that would have been like... What year? Uh, late 80s, early 90s. Okay, so uh, 93 was when they got their independence from Ethiopia, and this guy took over. So he's been the president, and things have gone substantially downhill. You have to pay him taxes, I imagine. Oh, you you have to. You don't have to pay him anything because he just takes whatever the fuck he wants. So that's why there's no. You don't even have to copyright anything there because he takes it all. That's yeah. right. Um, Jesus Christ! I, I think in response to the question of uh, the idea of sort of a, a, a multi multi uh, uh, party election system, his comment was, if you are at any point expecting more than one party to rule this country, you are li you should live in another world. <laughs> I just um, want to chime in. I have some dictators in the comic book uh -huh. with my fan friction okay. comic book with Jesus Christ, Alan, mm -hmm. has nine dictators mm -hmm. underneath the Colorado airport uh -huh. in Denver... The nine underneath and they, sit, they live under there. That's where the the nine dictators. Okay, are. give us a taste. Give us one. Let me just. Um, he was from Africa. I got an, a Thai one, an African one. Are these actual dictators or yes? These, okay. And some are from space. So Edie so and not everybody knows. Them, yeah, but. actual ones from space yeah. though, right? They're real. <laughs> yeah, of course they are. I There's more than that. nine tribes up there. It's yeah, right. Nine. Okay, so the nine. I don't know if you're going to want to move to Eritrea. No. Just so you can write your fan fiction and make some money off of it. And no. don't bring up a trade. Yeah. Yeah. No, I will not. But From you, the you, never I wasn't ending bringing story. It up. You just brought it up. Yeah. Never bring up the never ending story. Never. So then why are you bringing it up? Because it never fucking ends. It's still going <laughs> on, man. I was like, that's not as one show that's lasting. Uh -huh. I saw that guy on the train on a poster. I, I wasn't far. I was on the, uh, what was the Atreyu's uh, dragon name? With the oh, girls. I don't remember, man. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, we don't know. But so the other countries. I'm not a fucking 12 What are the other two girl. countries? What are the other two countries? So, second country, uh, Turkmenistan. Okay. <laughs> okay. Turkmenistan, which got its independence from Russia in 1990, uh, from 1990 till his death in 2007, was ruled by one man, Kurbenguli Berdimukuhamedov. Uh, <laughs> Where, I remember him. Yeah, I was oh, alive then. 
Over that 27-year period, he stole uh, over $3 billion from the country, used that money for vanity projects such as in Turkmenistan, the months of the year are named after he and his mother. All of them. All of them. And you got to pay him taxes. And you got to pay him taxes. (laughs) It's the same everywhere. Yeah. Um, Just deal with it. He was then, when he died, he was replaced uh, by, by actually, no, I'm sorry, the guy that I was talking about was Saparmiryat Niyazov. He was replaced by Kurbanguli Berdi Mukhamedov, okay. who uh, was a dentist. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's what he did. That was the extent of his political career. And he's been uh, in charge since 2007 um, in Turkmenistan. They, uh, there is one uh, newspaper mm-hmm. and one news channel that is entirely run by the government. Anybody else has been put in jail or killed um, who has reported about anything other than what they want you to report to. Uh, and most importantly, if you were a fan fiction writer, uh, they completely yeah. control internet access in Turkmenistan. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's prohibitively expensive for most citizens. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, LiveJournal are all blocked. Okay. Um, and uh, RSF lists Turkmenistan as an enemy of the internet. Okay. I hope they get Radio Free Brooklyn, though. They may. All right. Although, after this show, they may not. Yeah, a lot of Sorry, super guys. fans out there, I think. Sorry, guys. Those are those, all those four o'clock in the morning repeats that are getting listened to. And don't write fan friction about them. No, nope. sue you. That's right. Yeah. So, again, not a, great, not a great place to live if all you want to do is write fan fiction, yeah. right? You can't get it out there to the people. No. Right? Don't, don't wear a tactical hat when you get there. Like, oh, don't wear all tactical clothes and <laughs> come from America. Probably. <laughs> Not a good idea. I won't wear my tactical hat. There. No, that's no. a good tip. That's a good tip. From yeah. Ali Gray. Okay. Don't. Just don't. Yeah. Just don't. Okay. Boy, so, America's uh, looking a lot better. I'm glad I pay taxes. <laughs> yeah, here. it's I'm doing okay. Country three. Okay, so now we're at number three, right? We've we've ruled two out, so now we're at number three. So this better one, this one better work. So number three is San Marino. San Marino is a 23 and a half square mi- mile micro republic uh-huh. smack in the middle of Italy. Yeah. Surrounded on all sides by Italy. It's on top of Mount Titano in the Apennine mountain range overlooking the Adriatic Sea. Um, it has a parliament style government with elections every five years. They're considered one of the wealthiest countries in the world uh, based on GDP. Um they have no national debt. In fact, they have a budget surplus, has one of the, if not the lowest unemployment rate in Europe, and has actually has more vehicles than people. Okay? Good damn place, GDP. That's right. <laughs> Good damn place. <laughs> so you're smack in the beautiful mountains yep. in a, 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 a city or a country. It's a republic, a 23 and a half mile Republic that is filled with uh, things that have been built from 300 AD. Um, they've got money. They've got internet access. You're a 23 mile drive from Italy. Yep. Right. You're overlooking the ocean. That seems like the purpose, <laughs> perfect place to write your fan fiction. Yeah. And that make is the perkest place. All the money you can possibly make uh, without having to deal with any copyright laws. That's where I wrote it, and that's where I 
copyrighted. <laughs> you just you have to live there too. I was there. You I, can't so copyright that's it I did this. I mean, to, let's just be uh -huh. honest with all the fans out there. <laughs> What I did was I went to that place, San in Italy, Marino, San Marino, with my friend Merlino uh -huh. to San Marino. Uh, did you we watched Camino? some Florida football shows. <laughs> yeah, we did have. We actually uh -huh. rented an Al Camino, and that's when I wrote it and I penned yeah. it and yeah, there drank you go. Nom de plume. We had some Avino lotion. Yeah, Avino lotion. <laughs> that's some fan friction there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going there. Ooh. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I think it sounds like an amazing place to live. Okay. All right. And, uh, you know, you can do all your fan friction without worrying about copyright. You just can't leave that. But, you know, do your thing, man. Yeah. You got to stay there? I don't know. if I don't know. I if got you... out. I just got in and out. I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just, you just walked clothing. right across. It's my tactical Why not? clothing. Tactical that's right. Tactical gear. You can wear that there. Tactical gear. Oh, yeah. yeah they can, love it. You can wear whatever you want there. Yeah. Made in Milan. <laughs> Wear tactical gear, please. Uh, so uh, we got one more left here. This one's for the audience, but uh, you, Mr. Ali Gorey, you can take this too if you want. And you being the expert, the resident expert on fan fiction, uh, we're going to get and, some tips and, from you during this. And I want to say anybody doing or writing fan fiction, just contact me at my email, Stories, and I'll help you out with your fan All right. fiction. I'll get you. I'll get you there because I know everything about fan <laughs> fiction. You know everything. You're a super fan of us. You're probably writing a lot of uh, I watch Get Rich this Quick show. I watch this show all the time. I watch it. All right, well, that's why you that's brought, why your I brought props. some props. Yeah. And, 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 you know, <laughs> come on, people. You remember uh, the episode we had Carrot Top on? Yeah. yeah. I love that one. Uh, so, fan fiction, right? What, what are you going to do to make it appeal to even more people than putting celebrities in it? Well, obviously, erotic fan fiction, huge. It's stuff like. You know, the Brady Bunch family all going at it. A lot of stories like that. Uh, it And it is. It's huge. There's tons and tons and tons of stuff on the internet. But, but. Amazon won't allow any pornographic or offensive contact uh, content. And authors get around all this and get around being sued by all these people that they're doing stories on by making it all basically non-profit, which is the death words here. Um, uh, well, I filed my taxes this year, and I don't know. The judge was like, "Why do you have, uh, why do you have on your taxes, uh, not-for-profit organization?" And I said, "I didn't even know that was on there. I did them myself." <laughs> but that's funny. I gotta look into that. <laughs> Jesus, I gotta go back into those ones and yeah. appeal, yeah. appeal. Oh. Uh, so the majority of money people do make with erotic fan fiction is uh, basically through the gift economy. So sites may get contributions or work can be commissioned, uh, but still, really no money. So uh, I was thinking about it, and I was reminded of when I was a kid watching about the time it seems like I got out of watching cartoons. It, it Maybe it's just because I became an age where cartoons seemed stupid to me all of a sudden, but all the new ones seemed like they were just crap that was just there to market Toys. You know what that's that's called, Noel? What? You're getting old, and the comic, the cartoons were selling you crap when you were watching. They them. probably were. They were probably yes. selling me crap too. I there was a trauma cartoon. Oh yeah, was it really? It oh, that's was. right. There was a Toxic Avenger cartoon. Yeah. Oh, fucking. You know, uh, Rob Pritchard, who uh, gave that tip of the week, he actually was in the Toxic Avenger. He was the the high school bad guy in it. 
Oh, he and had they, a role role. Yeah, he had an actual role. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, uh, the guy passed away recently, uh, the big dude. The just Lloyd Kaufman? Lloyd's. No, no, he was in a lot of uh, trauma films, but he just passed away recently. Okay. Oh, man. Well, we'll give the rest of this tip as an homage to him then. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about how these cartoons were basically just uh, vehicles to sell toys, and I thought, great. Use your erotic fan fiction, which you're not going to make any money on, to promote <laughs> your other so products, much. right? So uh, if you wanted, you could make an erotic Gigi Allen fan fiction and use it to nah, sell your masks. Not. Okay, there's, there's sex in comics. Uh, but, there's uh, sex in that comic. Yeah. The Jesus Christ Allen. A little pissing and All right. there's some shit going so, on. So uh, you, know, you, you could promote whatever other businesses then. Uh, so you could promote a, a radio pro- show, fine. You could promote a hardware store, a little better. But then I try to think, what can you sell that's cheap to make, easy to make, and is a good fit with erotic fan fiction? It has the ability in it for you to still upsell, you know, not just a one-time sale. Uh, so I, I came across... Uh, Daku Makura. Do you know what that is? No. Uh, well, literally translated, it means hug pillow. <laughs> and it is uh, basically their pillowcases for body pillows. And they are I have a hard uh, time erotic anime on them. And uh, I first heard about these a bunch of years back in the New York Times. They had an article about how people in Japan were having relationships with their anime body pillows and shunning actual women for their body pillows. No, they were not. Yeah, they were. Or Just a New York couple Times, of girls and guys that I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to look at this flat 2D object and be like, no, I need a, a robot woman here. It's a 3D object. It's a body pillow. Oh, it's the shape of a woman? It's a body <clears throat> pillow. No, it's the shape of a pillow. It's the shape of a and pillow. And it's a pillowcase that has... You ever see the long, they're like four foot, five foot long body pillows? And you can like drape your leg over it. You know, but I mean, I would have made them the shape of a man and a woman. Well, just to make okay, them a let's let's get into this a little more then. Because, there you go. Uh, I I looked into uh, these, and as I say, they're usually erotic anime. You could make them erotic, whatever your fan fiction is about. Uh, on Amazon, you can get them for fifteen dollars a piece, but they're not too dirty. So I looked around. <laughs> what out there is really dirty, really sell, and will really appeal to your erotic fan fiction listeners? Or readers, uh, and I found a site called Anime Dakura Makura Pillow.com. Uh, and I found other things too, and they all were pretty comparable in this. So on this site, if you get an on sale one, and they're filthy on the site, filthy. They really are. They're <laughs> filthy. I don't know how you would uh, sleep near this. <laughs> uh, filthy, how? Give us some description. We can't see it, so uh, give us some description. Like, they don't launder them? Uh, no, 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 no. They're 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 anime pictures uh-huh. of women in horrific poses holding themselves. So it's like manga, manga. Open. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so uh, if you get one on sale, it would be forty dollars. New arrivals were seventy dollars, and they had a custom made section which didn't list prices more. Out right. Of, out of curiosity, is the sale stuff because it's been used and returned? In my opinion, sales stuff is probably the stuff that no one had interest in buying. Okay. Uh, So anyone can sew a pillowcase. Easy, you know, easy peasy. All you got to get is a good drawing. You put it on there. Uh, But how are you going to make more money? You need to upsell. Upsell. Right? So this same site offers the pillow itself Uh (laughs) for $99. 
They have a protective case for your pillow <laughs> for $14. Hugging her. And if you're really in it to win it, they have fake breast inserts that well, fit no, around your pillow That's inside ridiculous. the pillowcase. And those are $89 a piece, any size cup. They're all the same price, guys. Wow. <laughs> so you can just go four Ds there and just an H. An H cup, and you're good to go. That's right. And I figured just, you know, what lends itself better to erotic anime than erotic fan fiction than a, a erotic pillow? It works along the same lines as sort of like when you were a kid and you played D&D or any of those role-playing games, or uh-huh. I guess the kids now were playing Magic the Gathering and stuff, and you buy the little... Uh, the little figurines that you would paint yourself, and they would be represent you on your little journey. Yep. This is your uh, this is your uh, f- erotic fan fiction. Uh, you can read your fan fiction while while humping on your pillow. That's right. That's exactly it can be what you whatever can do. you want it to be. That's right. You can put some crazy stuff in there that you can only get from a custom made pillow. That's right. You can have a vibrating pillow. Oh, you could. There's yeah. So many things you can do with that pillow. Uh so uh, that's one thing. That's uh, I got awful. pillows and the pillowcases don't fit on them. Yeah, well, you should get one of these. Well, you should make one long, of these. You should make an erotic GG Allen uh pillow. pillows. That and is I, such a contradiction in terms <laughs> though. Erotic GG Allen. That is just I mean, that's you know? just oh, god, you have to be a real fucking masochist. To be want to fuck G.G. Allen. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we, we've we all made a lot of money at this point in the show. Uh, and it's fallen out. It's all over the place. It looks like we pooped on the stage just so much money. Uh, so what are we going to do with that money? Well, I'll tell you. And uh, if you haven't gotten off that couch and gone out and made your millions, use this inspiration. So brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Mr. Josh, please take it away. Uh, my name is Ori Givens. I'm the host of Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, when, when can people tune into that? We are live every Saturday at noon, from noon to two. Uh, so, Ori, what would you consider to be a huge sum of money? Um, I'd say $10 million. That'd be a big sum of money. If you did get this $10 million, what's the first crazy thing you'd go out and spend money on? Ooh, that's a good question. I would probably buy... A bunch of clothes, because, you know, you got to look right. If you got $10 million, you got to look cute. So I would buy a shit ton of clothes. I would travel just to buy clothes. <laughs> I, I love the idea of traveling just to buy clothes. Yeah. To me, that is that is like that is such a sign of, like, indiscriminate wealth <laughs> that you are like, fuck it, I need a new outfit. Eh, let's go to Italy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to go pick up some clothes. Because you got to look right. If you got $10 million, you, you got to look like you got $10 million. And go to that place where you don't have to get, there's no copyright. That's right. right. You go to San Marino, surrounded by Italy. It's not Italian. Just remember that. They speak Italian, but they are their own republic. Sellouts. They should speak Possibly one of the oldest, if not the oldest republic in the world. Oh, wow. Just FYI. Okay, FY. Yeah, FY. FY. Uh, Okay, so uh, if you want to get in touch with us for any reason and uh, give us some Ideas for the shows, some s- rules to judge our schemes by. If you just want to reach out and say hi, if you want to give us some tips about San Marino, uh, you can reach us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. Uh, you can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Or you can reach us at Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. 
Uh, and you can always, uh, uh, for those of you that aren't listening on Radio Free Brooklyn, if you're listening on Stitcher, Audio Boom, uh, iTunes, uh, subscribe. Yep. Uh, leave reviews. Yeah, that's always please. helpful. You know, any feedback you guys can give us, we always, always, always appreciate. Tell your friends. Yeah, and your family. Well, maybe not your family. They may not. If you don't like us, tell your friends as a mean joke. <laughs> <laughs> or tell your enemies, I should say. Uh-huh. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Ali Gory agrees. Okay, so uh, I'm sure super fan Ali Gory understands this, but we know that our ideas are gold. But uh, how do you, the listening public, know this? Well, it's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. So, Mr. Josh, where do our rules come from this week? Today's rules, 12 tips for business success from Business Insider via NBC News. This was NBC News taking... A copyrighted article from Business Insider. Okay. It's it. like uh, business fan fiction. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> is. Did they get paid for that? Did, or did I don't know. You'll have it. to call NBC about that. Now you see copyrights. <clears throat> Do they really matter? Mm, questions, questions, yeah. questions. Questions. Uh, rule number one, have yep. passion for your business. Well, I mean, I think if you're doing fan fiction it, or fan friction, yeah. you have a passion for it. No matter what. That's right. Allegory is a testament to that. That's right. He's passionate about that. Testament. Of Jesus Christ, Allen. He's been working on it for years now. Uh, <clears throat> be flexible, except with core values. I don't even know what that means. Hardcore values. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was flexible. It was going to be a movie originally. Yeah. And he said, fuck it. I'll make it a comic book. I don't care. My core value is Gigi Allen. Yeah. And I'm going to get this thing made. Screw that. I'm like going to put it on YouTube. Where, where can they look at your stuff on YouTube? Where I put it. Where, Just where, email me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Probably have something to do with Al E. Gory. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Um. Keep your ego under control. Oh, yeah. You're doing it about them, not about you. That's right. And, you know, it's hard to, you know, if you're writing about Gigi Allen, you're dealing with his ego so much. Got to keep yours out of the mix. Yeah. Although and I think America if you're... loves eagles. <laughs> That's right. America loves eagles. I think if you're doing erotic fan fiction, though, probably one of the characters in any story is the writer themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's a name for that in fan fiction. I think they call it the Mary Sue for women and the uh, like something stew for men. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's it yeah, refers it's to stew magoo because uh, I know everything about fan friction and stew magoo. Uh, and finally. Rebound quickly from setbacks. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> yeah. You'll learn was, that quick when the you setback live. Was it's a cat? It, it, it there's a copyright. That's right. It's the trademark. You're not allowed to do it. That's right. What do you do? You do it anyway. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Move to San Marino, Eritrea, put or a, put or put just a circle and a C in the year, and a TM. Okay, there you go. Put there you go. On there. Uh, so put uh, it on there. so once again, we're four for four, five for five, whatever the number was. We are obviously getting rich. Um, so if Al, you got anything you want to plug really quickly? Really quick. A l e g o r e y s s t o r i e s at gmail.com. Allegory stories at gmail. And once again, for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place.